Hey, welcome to the Goal Weekly Show. Uh, it's Pete here, and I've got Straight Jacket Jim and Reflex. How are you, lads? Doing oh, brilliant. Yeah, going well. Love I it. see that uh, beautiful, beautiful mustachio coming through nicely for November. There, f- straight. Mm. Oh yeah, go on, go on the chopper this year. Yeah, looks good. What are you, uh, what are you up to at the moment for support? Um. I was just looking at that. I know my personal space, I think I'm at 240, oh, 309 now. There you go. Just had a look at that. One of, one of my good mates, he was the first to uh, donate. And of course, he had to donate 69. Nice. Hey. Nice. Uh, but the Goa team, let me just check what we are on. We are on 349. That's sick. Hang on. <laughs> Here we go. I've got set. <laughs> I've got this Roadcaster Pro here, and I've got sound effects like set up in my button bar. So that's a. You won't be able to hear that, you two, but people no, listening can hear that. I got audio quietly on the stream. I oh, do. Oh, great, awesome. Yeah. Um, and then if you, you know, if you say something, so give me the uh, that line about sixty nine again, straight. I uh, yeah. So my the mate that donated first donated sixty nine dollars. <laughs> It's a little little laugh track. Straight, it's a laugh That's track. That's really good. There's a laugh track there. It's yeah. really good. This is some really stupid shit here. Um, guys, Xbox Twenty, far out. Yeah. There we go, eh? Twenty years of yeah. Xbox celebrated in a big way. I like it's it's a weird sort of thing, isn't it? I um, I don't know. I like. Don't get me wrong. I, I, it's the only way that I can clearly do these things at the moment, but. Um, live streams just fall flat for me. Like I, like I get excited. Like I, like I'm talking about live streams, you know, to do with these major announcements or these really cool events and stuff like that. Right. Like, you know, Xbox anniversary celebration, 20 years. This is something that should be in a stadium. You know what I mean? Uh, Like it's, and I'm not downplaying it. Uh, Like they're doing the best with what they have. Everybody's doing the exact same thing because of, you know, COVID and whatnot. And don't get me wrong. There were plenty of times where I watched it and went, fuck, that's amazing. Or, you know, goosebumps or, you know, when they started talking about um, all the things around accessibility and where they have been, where they are, where they're going. Well, that was all very cool stuff. And I, I, like I was, I actually have dropped on YouTube. uh, Like I watched the whole thing and just did a bit of commentary on it. And like, you know, watching it. I'm reacting and I'm like, holy shit, like, I'm, this is great. This is, you know, but also it just being a live stream, just, you know, it's not the same. No, it's not the same. Like we should, I would have, I want to be there. I want to be there, a part of it. I want to be there. And even if I can't be there, I think it would still be cooler, you know, with like seeing a crowd there and seeing like awesome shit happening. That's live. You know how I mean? How yeah. freaking cool would it be, like, to see, um, you know, to see the stage open up, and for them to drive, you know, Forza Five drive truck. in, drive in an, an AMG, like, or, or like, you know, have Master Chief actually appear, like, on stage, or maybe he's driving a warthog. I don't know. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's it was- it's something that I think. Like, even if you can't watch it live yourself, seeing the crowd reaction to stuff and how they freak out about things, it, like, the reaction is half the fun. Like, Twitch chat always goes off, or whatever live chat always goes off for those things. And it, It's not the same as people yelling and screaming and, and clapping and whatnot to watch. It's, uh, it, it's still great to see everything, like you say, but it just doesn't have that same feel. We we haven't had anything even like remotely big announcement wise here in New Zealand. I mean, we we get the occasional concert with like big names and stuff, and going to those is is always really cool. But like similarly to what you were saying as well a couple of weeks ago, Pete, about the um, the Star Wars concert film that you went to, you said there was it's it's different being there than it is you know listening to your soundtrack on you know on. You know, Maybe expensive speakers at home. I don't know, but you, you don't 
you don't get the feel watching it on a screen mm. that you do being a part of it. It's it's not just Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. It's everything. Yeah, like the like and, the the yeah. it was the Star Wars with it was Australian Symphony Orchestra, mm. and it yeah, was exactly. it was amazing because you got to feel everything, you know. Mm. Um, but it's kind of like. I, it's kind of like when I watch when I watch AFL for example. So when I when I lived in Queensland for a couple of years, being a Fremantle Dockers supporter here in you know supporting a West Australian team and living in a state that's predominantly a rugby state, like rugby and rugby league, um, the only ways that I could generally watch the Fremantle Dockers play is by going to the AFL app and watching. Um, the the quarters after the fact, like after it had been played, and oh. even though I would, even though I like I'd not check the scores or anything, so I could get as close to watching it live as possible, and you know not have the surprise spoiled or anything like that. It still doesn't feel the same as watching it live, even if it is on on a TV. Like there's just these little little idiosyncrasies that sort of add to something, but well, I mm-hmm. you know. I'm playing it down a little bit for for what they had. They did a fantastic job, and I one of the the comments that I made was that I just feel like Xbox is owning the fuck out of games. Oh, yeah, Microsoft. I mean, like we had Call of Duty Vanguard. You know, came out recently. Yeah, okay. We had Battlefield come out. Like, yeah, okay. Both not small names, right? Not small names at all. And then Microsoft are like, oh, hey, uh, <laughs> here you go. Have this early. Oh, and by the way, it's free. Suck it the rest of yeah. you. We've got this. Yeah. And I haven't played Battlefield or Vanguard since. I haven't even looked at them. I've just been playing Halo. And it's not for a nostalgia point of view. It's because it's fun. Mm. It's just fun. It doesn't take itself serious. It doesn't take itself as like a, you must do this or you are not doing the military thing. But it's... Yeah, it's fun. It's just fun. And there's not enough games out there at the moment that are like that. And for Microsoft to not only own the Xbox scene, but to literally give everyone else the middle finger and say, well, you can do it, we can do it better. And have done. Yeah, it's Microsoft. I won't say there's nothing they can do wrong, because being a <laughs> IT well, engineer, look- yes, there is. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, they've, they've done well. They've done really well. And are still doing it. I think that they've Microsoft have learned from their mistakes. Like you look back to the launch of the Xbox One, where it was always online. You pre-owned. You had to like if the game wasn't yours, you had to buy a token to to make it work and all that sort of stuff. And all this sort of things that just hit hard. Like and gamers went, "You fucking what?" We're not doing well, that. I think. Well, I think the Xbox yeah. One like is a, is a great point to bring up because the. Mm. I've had this discussion before. I can't remember with who it was, but the Xbox One was delivered as a media center, and like mm. even the messaging around it was all like, "This is a this is an ultimate media center." You know, you're gonna watch videos and play audio and this, that, and the other, and like it wasn't about the games. And then it just feels like with the Xbox Series X and S. And the last, I guess, two to three years in the lead up to the launch of it and all that sort of stuff, like the main message has been when everybody plays, we all win. Yeah. And it's been so... I I would even say after the first year of the Xbox One because they just went, that was such a disaster. Let's take a step back and let's refocus on something else. And and I, I think Phil Spencer's a lot to... To, to do with that because he's just gone, it's about the games now. This is what we want to do. This is what we want to focus on. And they've just done it really well. Mm. Mm. Game Pass, for one. There's another oh thing God. as well that's just... Oh, it's it's the ultimate tool, isn't it? It's mm. incredible. For them to be able to... Like, I... I the Series X is the first... Hey, Memphi. Hey. Hey, uh, hey. Is that a uh, Elon Musk tweet shirt? Sure is. Sure is. Now, is that it says big ass fans are great? Uh, you work yes. for big ass fans, but is that yes. a legit tweet? Yes. yes. <laughs> he, tw- he tweeted it like a month ago, and we decided, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's just put it on a shirt. That is that fucking is wicked. That That's is amazing. Awesome. Um, we're just talking about Xbox Twenty. 
yeah. Um, but yeah. like you know, we're on to we're on to Game Pass at the moment. Game Pass is the ultimate tool. Like I have not, I've always been a PlayStation person, um, and then moved into PC like the last sort of five years, and then got the Xbox. The Series X is my first Xbox console, and Game Pass Ultimate came with it on day one, and. Man, I, it's such an incredible tool. And for them to have EA, for them to, for them to have Bethesda, for them to have uh, ID at Xbox with all of those independent developers under their canopy and to be able to release major AAA games on day one, and that's part of the sell. Like you sign up to Xbox uh, Game Pass Ultimate and you get to play these games on launch day as part of your subscription. I mean, I, you know, I'd happily pay... Fours or five, I'd happily pay a hundred bucks for that game. I'd happily pay a hundred bucks for Halo Infinite and the multiplayer. Like I'd, I'd happily, I'd happily pl- pay over and above what I'm paying to get them on Game Pass. It's insane. What do you pay for Game Pass? It's I'm like, paying seventeen dollars a month, and I'm on the ultimate one. Yeah. So that's the highest one. I, it's paid for itself this year already with the games that I've. Po- it paid for itself about halfway through the year with the games that I'd pl- played. Are you paying? Is that is that monthly? That's not a twelve. Yeah, yeah? that's that's monthly. Okay, yeah. it probably comes down to what fifteen bucks if you pay a year's worth of subscription upfront. Mm. Something something like that. Yeah, they do the whole lot in one go, and you save yeah total thirty or forty bucks over mm. the lot. It's interesting, isn't it? Like I, like Nintendo Switch, um. The price rise on uh, Nintendo Online is something that I am struggling with a little bit at the moment. Don't get me wrong. I know we got the N64 games, but like I haven't touched it. Mm. I haven't touched it. I mucked mm. around with Yoshi's story for a little bit. And it was cool. Like it was, it was that great nostalgia hit, having those games and jumping into them. And then actually, you know, like my daughter Mila, our eldest, who's who's getting into it at the moment, getting into games and playing them. I'm like, here, you've got to play Super Mario 64. So, like, it's cool for that. But for me, I'm too busy with Game Pass because there's just epic shit all over it. You can just emulate games like that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing is, I mean, you're right. Like, with the other passes, I mean, EA have theirs, Ubisoft have theirs. It's not just Microsoft who are doing it. They have, I think at this stage, they're the cheapest for their ultimate option. Ubisoft's most uh, entry-level one something like 25 a month. And for that, you get, well, you know, their entire library. But it's, it's when you're looking at the options that you get out of the entire library set, you know, Ubisoft and whatnot have the bit up there. And mm. on just going back to the whole Nintendo Switch thing as well, last time I even wanted to use my Switch was when... We we had the Mario Party games all that time ago that I haven't used it since then because well, I don't want to pay 120 bucks for a you know semi 2D 3D side scroller or something else. Nothing's really grabbing my attention. Mm. But just Game Pass, especially Microsoft's Game Pass. Not that we're being paid to say this, are we? There wasn't a dotted line we forgot to sign. <laughs> Nobody signed before we came in here saying Microsoft is good. <laughs> but like they are really doing it right. And, you know, just, uh, who said it in chat just then? Uh, Taxi. Surprise, Steam hasn't done one yet. And quite frankly, I think if Steam were to do one, just, <laughs> I, I don't know what the well, Lord would have to do. But, but with Steam, like, it, I mean, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Because how, how do you price Steam? The library is that big. Hmm. It's huge. Tens of thousands of games. Oh, by, by the same token, though, not every game is on Games Pass. Like every Microsoft game is, but not every game on the system is there. So, That's like true. if Valve, if Valve came up and said we're going to do Games Pass on Steam, they could put all the the Valve games on there and say, "You beaut, play this," and then bring in all the little bits and pieces, mm-hmm. and and do it that way. So, I think you know, Steam could do it there that similar sort of model as well. In fact, I might even go one step further because I think there's a lot more indies on, mm. on steam than there, there that are point. any other platform, maybe even have an indie game, um, games pass sort of thing. That's never, 
their, their whole idea that that was never their idea as the platform. Their platform mm. was there purely as a cloud-based gaming service. Mm. Where you look at um, Game Pass, it, it was designed. The Microsoft Store was pretty much designed with Game Pass in mind. Whereas Steam has been around long enough to just do what it does. Yeah, Steam's more a marketplace, and because Steam doesn't really like make their own games, like Valve comes out with one every now and then, but yeah. not as much as what Microsoft does. So they're just happy being a shop front, I think, with Valve. Oh, I'd say if, if Valve did one, they would have to actually do something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I what was mean, the last game they had, Alex. Yeah, I think Half-Life so. Half-Life Alex. Yeah. Alex. Half-Life, yeah. Alex. Half-Life Alex. And imagine if they imagine if they finally came out with Half-Life Three. I mean, that would probably be their we're releasing a subscription platform moment. Because that would get the most... Yeah. Well, hey, everybody, we've arrived. Uh, keep chatting, I'll be mm. back. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, but, uh, I'll, I'll openly put my hand up and say I, I don't have Game Pass. I've looked into it in the past, but I just... I have enough games in my backlog as it is to not have to pay for something else for more games to play. <laughs> like I've got, I think like 200, if I have a quick look now, I've got 102 games in my Steam uh, library and I've played a quarter of them, if that. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm not one to buy a game just because it's on sale either. So my Steam library is not as big. And also I came to PC <laughs> a bit later. Hey, Flexi. Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your Steam library? Like 400, 500 more? And the rest? Uh, hang on. Now I currently then. don't filter. Um, oh. 1143. Hang on. How, how can I, how yeah, can I, I see? Oh, boy. Uh, how so can I see? Go, games? So you, go to your library. Yeah, and I right up, right up oh, right. top. 78. Yeah, so you're not that far <laughs> off me, to be fair. But but I've played most of mine as well. Like, but I don't yeah. buy the games until I have. Like, I'm just going through the list at the moment. Oh, like if I see a game on sale and it's been on my list of I want to play this, I'll buy it. Yeah, with the intent of playing it because come the time that I want to play it, if it's full price, I'm not going to buy it straight up. It's yeah. Like at the moment, I'm looking at probably half a dozen games that I'm actually intrigued in playing. I, I just can't justify paying full price for them when I know Steam does sales every, you know, second Friday. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> my, my, big one, my big one, um, especially, uh, you know, post-COVID kickoff and lack of employment was um, Flight Simulator. I couldn't justify paying you know, 120 bucks for Flight Simulator when I knew, you know, realistically with whatever the surgery or whatever was going to happen, I wasn't really going to be up and able to play it all that much and sink as many hours into it. So when it came to, like, you know, Game Pass and you get Microsoft Flight Simulator on the day, it's like, yeah, cool. I'm going to play the shit out of it for two, three weeks. Yeah. And then it'll just go on the back burner. And I think I've installed it maybe two, three times after that and go back to it for a couple of hours worth of flights. So it's good to just, for those kind of people who aren't like, I'm getting a game, I'm going to play it to finish, then I'm going to move on to the next one. I'm going to play yeah. this. It's good for people who just want, say, oh, um, Forza Horizon 5 came out. Yeah, sweet. Cool. I mean, Let's there was play a, it for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there was, a, there was a workaround for getting it early, which was if you bought the Big Daddy Dick Special Mega Edition for $173 million or whatever the fuck it was, you know, you get the game a week early. Or if you have standard Game Pass, you can pay a one-off fee of worked out to be something like 65 New Zealand dollars, the premium edition of the game, everything in the premium edition, all the benefits and everything you get, gets applied to your copy of the, you know, three, four, five dollar a month Game Pass standard edition you get, plus you get the early access. Oh, damn. But you don't have to pay $170. So once you're done with it, the game will go away when you stop paying for Game Pass. You you know, you, you don't get to play the game when your Game Pass is expired, but when you do come back to the game, you're always going to have the full premium edition and benefits that you would have got if you'd spent 170 but instead you've saved yourself 105 bucks or something. So Yeah, it's not bad. For them to be doing more games like that would be awesome. So you don't want to pay 180 190 You can still get it on Game Pass, but still get the benefits. You know, stuff like that's cool. Mm. But so far, Forza, uh, Forza Horizon 5 is the only one that's done that, and quite frankly, I mean... If going back on the list of games that were released this month that you know, and Microsoft doing it right, Forza Horizon Five is very close to a to a to a perfect in a lot of places. 
you know, it's just a bit unstable. And just to be fixed in patches. Trying to set the precedent. Yeah, it's it's what Horizon, it's what the first four should have been, mm. without knowing it. And you know, I was a bit iffy about Mexico and you know the setting of Mexico, but you know it kind of worked out. I didn't really want to be driving around and clapped out Ford Explorers with armored windows and doors because of you know drug cartels and whatnot. But hey, made it work. MK Ultra just popping out of a bin going, hello. Yeah. Hey, Reflex, my friend. I don't know why he's Spanish now. <laughs> um, yeah, just on Game Pass at the moment, If I'm guessing it's if you haven't uh, joined Game Pass before, you can get your first three months for a dollar. Yes. Yeah. And then yep. you pay uh, for PC, because why would you do anything else? Um, you pay ten ninety five a month. Yeah. Um, they also, they've upped that. Back when they announced Game Pass three years ago, before COVID destroyed the world's sense of entertainment, and everyone had to do it all via TV, they actually announced that as a dollar for the first month. So the fact that they've now moved it up, that's... Jesus Christ, Dick. I don't know why I expect you to come from the other way. Yeah, I know. You can't hear me. (laughs) You can't hear you at all. (laughs) You just gave me a fright, because you're on my screen, Pete. And you went that way when you left. And then you just wander in closer to the camera than when you left. I'm like, what the, 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 <laughs> there's a big bronze man there. Hey, Oxlisha. Um, but yeah, I reckon they've oh, just wait. done that for um, for new signups as well. But yeah, yeah because, because because of COVID, like a dollar for three months, like pff, how can you say no? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And yeah, if, if you don't like it and you don't want to keep paying for it, don't. Or just sign up with another Microsoft account and reap the benefits of another three months for a dollar. Exactly. Oh, but you didn't hear that from here. We didn't sign no, that no, clause no, on the no, Microsoft no. contract. No, no, no. Um, well, if you do it, it's for, say, yeah. argument's sake, a month is 30 days. That ends up being three point... Oh, no, actually, let's go back. Uh, so for three months, it ends up being 1.1 cent a day for Game yeah. Pass. Yeah. Over like, that three-month period. Exactly. It's... I remember Skittles was talking about um, value for money with me and Isaac the other day, basically mm-hmm. saying how much I paid for it and how many hours I've gotten out of it. But yeah, for one, literally for one cent a day, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, and like again, if you, you it's you're basically paying more for power mm. a day yeah, yeah, you really than are. you are for the actual content. You know, you're mm-hmm. paying more to use what you're using to play said content on. It's yeah, it, it's it's basically sorry, I had to throw that in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, no, it's cool. It's a really good thing, and you know, I just want Ubisoft and EA to bring their prices down in line to match it, and I think you know, I'll stop hating EA as much. No, I could never do that. <laughs> I could never stay mad at you. <laughs> Okay, yeah, going past. Um, going? Sorry, what was that? How's your setup going behind you? It's looking good. Good, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. But you know what I've worked out? So uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast, I've put together a new setup. Um, I've moved all of our stuff out of the garage. I've built like a big black backdrop. I've put up shelving and I've got a heap of my collectibles and stuff behind me just to create something cool. I've wanted to do this for ages. I've got a couple of light boxes coming. So I'm going to light the place up. It should be really good. Um, but there's things like my N64 games, different consoles, Transformers, Lego. Gallahorn is here. Um, my Forza yeah, Horizon you, 5 You haven't control. had that out for, like, ages. No. I, ages, ages, ages. I, I remember in your old <coughs> gaming room you used to have it out. Yeah. Like, sitting on top of one of your... All um, the time. Yeah, but I have three kids now, so it's it's well, very that, it's that, very that rare. That, yeah, it's very rare that I get my Gallahorn out. Um, I even Nintendo Entertainment Systems here, but yeah. uh, what I've sort of come to, I'm sort of coming to terms with whether or not it's a bit too cluttered, and I kind of feel like maybe less is more, but I'll fuck around with it. I can tell you guys what is going to happen though. So top left of me, I'm currently quoting up. A neon Goa yeah. logo. Ooh. Is it still over a thousand dollars to get done? No, I've managed to find a place. They're called Kings of Neon, <laughs> and that's a good name. It's great. <laughs> it's such a good name. It's such a good name. Oh, that's um, brilliant. Yeah, it's so oh. good. But they're called Kings of Neon, and they, um, they, you know, they're the only ones who called me. 
and said, hey, man, thanks for your email. I really appreciate it. Do you want to just talk through what you sort of think? Only once. All the other ones sent back an email just going, it's going to cost you 1500 bucks." So these guys have come in under a grand. Good. um, And they're incredibly helpful. So that's good. Big ups. But yeah. Sounds like the other guys just didn't want your work. Well, clearly. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I, like but, spice, I like how you spice rubs there too. That's like yeah, the, the spice, yeah. spice rubs definitely <laughs> going to be there. Love it. Does it annoy you that all those shelves are not the same? Check that out, stream. Well, it's a funny story about that. The reason why they're tiered and they're like Cascade is because I am a shit driller holer. Yep. Uh, and so the like the back braces that I've got them attached to, they're not square. Oh. So if I put the if I put the shelving, so it's like when you go into a shop and you see those racks and they can muck around with shelving and put them higher and lower stuff. That's what I've got. So if I put the shelving down next to each other, because you know the back panel, there's two sides to it. So I put them down next to each other. They're off by around about half a centimeter, and oh. it's really fucking. And that's enough. To, that's enough to annoy you. It's it's plenty to piss me off. Mm. But I'm happy with that. I, you know, I'm happy mm. with that. That's cool. It's definitely better than being inside and mm. having a you know shitty blank wall. But yeah, and um, years, it's going to get real hot in there in summer. Oh, it already is. Uh, so to my right, I've got a roller door. That's where your garage door, isn't it? Well, to my left is garage door. To my right is okay. another garage door with back back access, okay. side access to yep. the house. And I've got it crank, back, cracked back door, open. Back door access. Yeah, back door access with Excellent. my horn. Um, And I've got it cracked about 15 centimetres. There's a breeze coming through. That's yeah, cool. Um, your back access has a crack in it. Yeah, and there's a breeze coming through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did we get up to with, with the Xbox? I don't know just talking about how good Games Pass is and why you should have it. Oh yeah, and, and, and also how, why we're not shields for Xbox. And we're not we're not supported by Xbox. Um, <laughs> no. In fact, you know, I tweet Xbox ANZ a fair bit and rarely ever hear anything back. Like we're we're not supported by them. Like we we just appreciate good shit, and they are good shit. What I said is I I don't have it. I've never had it. But it's more the fact that my Steam library backlog is big enough as it is that I don't have time to you know, place anything else. Uh, but at the moment, for a dollar, you get three months. That's like sort of almost a no-brainer if you haven't signed up to it before. Mm. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, absolutely, Minty. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Good chat, Pete. Good chat. No, that's all right. You guys keep keep chatting. I'm trying. I'm tweeting so people you know, you're, know that you're we're the one that asked You've already you tweeted this. this. Like I've, I've seen the picture of all of us on on Twitter already. Yeah, but that was a response Wait. to Ubisoft. That was a response to a Logitech post. We're on the internet already. Yes, yeah. we're, we're so on the. This internet. isn't being pre-recorded. Well, oh no, no, no. This is live, man. I uh, know. I'm just messing with you. Big poo poo. Hey, I told you. I told you. So Game Pass, we snuggle. Uh, you know, fair enough. Um, Thank you. Did you all watch Xbox Twenty? Did you watch live stream? No, no, haven't. You know who you're talking to, right? Yeah, PC Master Race. <laughs> I need to get that tattoo. Was it, wasn't it on like like it was on super early, man? I'm normally normally in bed for that stuff. Yeah, it was on super early. I like I watched it mm. later on, but um. It was a hell of a stream. Yeah, it was about 3 a.m., I think, Gam, if you're in WA. That's 7 a.m. my time. Still didn't get up. It was a cool stream. But there was a... Like the, so the Halo Infinite announce, like the at the end of the stream, seeing 343 Industries and their team, and they have a quick chat, and then they have a quick chat about multiplayer, and then they go, by the way, surprise, you can play the beta right now. Excuse me. Um, kind of, I reckon. I reckon it's strategic. I don't think it's a hey. This would be cool to like do to coincide with the Xbox 20th anniversary live stream. I reckon it's strategic. I reckon it's a. Well, I was speaking to one of the guys at EB Games about it today, and I was like, I reckon it's um, a hey Battlefield 2042. Cop this. 
Yeah, 127%. Otherwise, they would have just kept it December 9th? Mm. 8th, I think. For December the, 8th. For, for the campaign, yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever the original release date was, they could have left it to that and gone, yeah, well, we could, but no, they've just gone big middle finger to the rest of you. Look what we've got. Yeah. It's brilliant. Someone at Microsoft needs a pay rise. It's brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, just sorry, I just had a quick Google of uh, Xbox Twenty, and the first graphic, um, first image you see there, is the OG Xbox boot up graphic. Yes, and, and the sound a, that came with yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. There's a couple of YouTube channels that I follow, and one of them. One of them was an old uh, Xbox game dev. It's just a bit of a, you know, I guess, trivia moment for you. He spent, him and his team spent about six months going back when working on the Xbox One and later consoles. They spent about six months trying to get hold of the original video of that. They were adamant it was a pre-rendered video. They, they needed to find the files of the pre-rendered video. Until someone who worked on it at the time came back and said, no, it's not a pre-rendered video. The console rendered that every time on the fly. You turn the console on. Oh, wow. That's not an MP4. That's the graphics card doing the work every time. So can it you... never recorded. For a dickhead like me, can you explain sure. the significance of that? Yeah, sure. So, like, you play a video game, right? Um... And, you know, you're looking at a video game, 30 frames per second, 60 frames per second. You're seeing your graphics card do that work in front of you then and there. Right. Back in the day when these consoles were, you know, the next big thing, you know, that was virtually unheard of to have something like that, you know, at that level of degree. Because that, that was quite impressive for a console at the time. Like, seeing that video, everyone's like, ooh, wow, that's actually really cool. Surely that's something they've rendered on a big fuck-off server farm, chucked it in a, in a little, you know, MP4, you know, whatever kind of video format, and the console goes, power on, yep, cool, play the video. No, this this console is... Friend request from Jinxie Blossom. Don't know who you are. So <laughs> that console boots up every time, kicks the graphics card into go and says... Render this frame thirty seconds. Oh, not even thirty seconds. It was like six or seven seconds worth of, mm-hmm. you know, video and sound. But it just goes to show that, like, from the get go, the literal first power button you press, they're about gaming. The thing is doing something gaming related from mm-hmm. the get go, and cool. nobody knew that until you know they went back in time, found a dude that was working on it, and was like, "No, mate, there's no video for that. That's all on the fly." Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's, cool. It's brilliant. That is cool. It's awesome. Considering the, the year and the era of the, the technology, 100%. Mm. Mm. Crazy, man. Crazy times, bros. Hyperkin Duke controller has a screen that shows the OG boot up. <clears throat> Don't know what a Hyperkin is. Sounds like a Pokemon. Um, Halo. Hyperkin, I choose you. Xbox Series X Halo editions come out next week. Nice. Mm, very excited. I haven't. I, it's been. I well, well, actually, just thinking back, I've never bought a special edition console. Oh really? Yeah, never. I've never purchased I, a special um, edition console I, ever. I did the uh, Gears of War three special edition console. Oh, that's a good. And when, I've still got it with a controller as well. But when I bought it, it came with a standard copy of the game. But I wanted the. Um, limited edition copy so i literally bought the xbox the second i accept like i took the xbox i opened it up gave him the game and said i want to trade this in for the limited edition <laughs> <laughs> brilliant good. it worked well the good dude's like are you serious like we've never yeah. had a trade-in of a brand new game this quick i'm like i don't want the standard edition i want all the stuff that comes with the limited edition <laughs> he's like okay that's fair what's your what's a question without notice and while you guys think about it, I'll tell you mine. But what is your fondest memory of picking up something at launch? And I'll, I'll give you mine. It was 2012. Um, and it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. It was the limited edition... Was it 20, 2012? 20, it was 2012. I'm sure it was 2012. Um, 
Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, there was an EB game. So I, I lived in Canberra in a place called Kungarland. And at this particular point in time, it was nothing much more than like half a dozen apartments uh, and a strip with just some just a tiny shopping center, a good Woolworths, a good butcher. But it had a fucking EB Games there. And it was at midnight launch. So like I woke up at, at like quarter to 12, got into my, my gear, went downstairs and just... It was like a party. Like, Gungarlan had never seen so many people. And we all just went fucking ballistic, having a laugh, having a great time, waiting for EB Games. So you could see them through the clear roller door, like they were busy running around getting shit ready. And then, you know, they opened up the roller door and everybody cheered and it was like noise and all that sort of stuff. And then we all got in line and, you know, just talking about it and showing each other shit and, you know, what did you get and which one did you get and this, that and the other. Definitely my fondest day one launch purchase ever. And I, I, don't, I just don't feel like we get that these days anymore. I don't know that there's that hype anymore. Well, nobody I releases think, physical games anymore. Yeah, I was about to say, with digital releases, like there's the, the people that are mad keen on getting them, unless they're a collector's edition, people don't really get that. Like, I, I've never been to a midnight launch, and I couldn't tell you anywhere in Perth that does midnight launches for games anymore, even big ones. We don't have them here anymore. Yeah. We really have a movie cinema here anymore. Yeah, where it's literally like all digital these days, so you mm-hmm. don't really get that kind of stuff. Um, I, I know what my one was. Uh, it was the Modern Warfare 2 Night Vision Goggles Edition in 2009. Oh, yes. And the reason that was the biggest one for me is because at that time, I was massive into Airsoft. Uh, you guys don't have that there, but for those who don't know, who do know what it is, uh, it's like paintball, but with BB guns and realistic-looking weapons. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I still have scars and welts all over my body from getting absolutely railed by this stuff, you know, all these years. So we um, we ended up having uh, a bunch of people got reached out to on the forums. That was the main airsoft forums for New Zealand. Um, and the EB Games in my area, um, me and about eight others, were asked to dress up in full gear, carrying replica assault rifles through this mall, you know, past the food court, to go and stand up post outside EB Games until midnight. And the looks on these poor elderly women's faces were <laughs> fucking brilliant. But yeah, we we were doing that, you know, all evening, mall shut, we waited, EB Games opened, and yeah, best thing I ever got mm. was, you know, that night vision kit, and then getting to walk through the middle of a city dressed like I wanted to sick. take it for my own. It was good fun. I couldn't got- get away with that here anymore, though. I've got two, and they're very, very close. Number one is the exact same as yours, Flexi. Modern Warfare, November 2009, Modern Warfare 2. The day it released, I couldn't go to the midnight launch because the day day of the launch, or the day after, or however you want to look at it, was my um, year 12 farewell service at school. So that was when we, that was literally our final day of school. That was, we, we weren't going back to school besides our year 12 exams. The second I walked out of this service, everyone's like all in tears and everyone's like congratulating each other and spending time with their families. I literally got to my best mate race and I'm like, you know what we're doing, right? He's like, why the fuck are we still here? Jumped in the car, <laughs> to EV Games, picked up the game, went home and did like a 12-hour gaming session. Both our parents were so shitty with us. They're like, where the fuck did you go? We wanted to get photos. And we're like... Sorry, <laughs> cut off. <laughs> More important things to do. Yeah, priorities, mum. You wouldn't know. Mate, yeah, exactly. And you missed out on your rendition of "Take all the photographs and still frames in your mind, hang them on a shelf in good health and good time." Fucking every single farewell thing that I ever went to, I was leavers two thousand and two. That's what or, played. Um, or oh, what was it? Oh, the, uh, I think I know what you're going to talk about. Was it a ch- chick song? It's a graduation song. Yeah, graduation. All the times we spent no, together. I left a year early. Yeah, the last thing I had to do was get the little library card signed from the librarian saying I didn't owe any books before I could leave and the principal would sign it off. That's how little I cared for leaving. Hydrate, Lana. There you go. 
Maggie Lama. Ages. Where have you been, Lama? Yeah. Good, good to see you popping. Oh, that's um, it. Yeah. Vitamin C. Yeah, vitamin C. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what Flexi said. That's heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, no, yeah, it's fine. It's, I get it. He's like, it's not, it's a, I, I literally it's a close, it's It was his accent. You didn't know. It's a, yeah. it's a close toss-up between that and um, the in 2008, the Wrath of the Lich King launch. I went to the midnight launch of that, and there was this was in the city, and there was a good 1,000, 1,500 people lined up at this EV Games to get in. People dressed up in cosplay. It was full on. It was real cool. Mm. That is sick. Mm. The closest that it probably came for me, I'm probably thinking it's the Wii launch, like the original Wii launch. Because like, oh. when, when the Wii was first announced, I thought, I'm not sure about this. I'm going to wait and whatnot. But Nintendo went hard at, like, so many shopping centers had the Wii for you to go and try. And I've gone there and like, I've, I've done the Wii sports stuff. What's that say? I can't read it. My uh, eyes. Yeah. Uh, good. Quantum. Quantum. Cheeky plug. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I've gone and played with this and straight away I've walked from playing with, cause I think they had a little bit of a demo of twilight princess from legend of Zelda as well. And I'm playing it and I'm going, I really like this. Then went and just pre-ordered it straight away, and there was a lot of a uh, lot of anticipation when I went to uh, went to pick that up, and just like me and my mates would just sit there, we'd play tennis in Wii Sports, man. It was like Wii Sports was the shit. Two things, yep. and you literally you'd like stand up right at the net and just do that. Yeah, yeah, you just you just, you just flick. You just that. It was like that. <laughs> So, so, so Wii Sports... Good, good, it was good, good risk. Yeah, um, so strength building. Yeah. So highly underrated. Wii Sports was mm. fucking incredible. Mm. Um, but the Wii's, the Wii's an interesting one to bring up because I think the thing, the reason why I'll always remember the Wii is I... It was November... November 19 was launch day, I think. November 19, November... Oh, I know it's around that date. And the reason being is because November 20 is my birthday. So I know it was a, around that... It was somewhere there. But it was the first time Nintendo had launched a console without Super Mario. That's they, a lie. GameCube launched here without Mario because it was it? Luigi's Mansion instead. Oh, yeah. it was too. Yeah. I'll see myself just throw something out there that... Uh, Shut the fuck up, Pete. Up in chat. iToy. PS2 iToy. Oh, my God. Oh, get fucked. Oh, and Buzz. Boy, oh, boy. That, that was old school. That guy smiley-looking motherfucker. I remember seeing the iToy at every single Dick Smith. Mm. Every and, single one of them had the iToy on. And, 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 and you do, do the punching and stuff. Yeah, and the, the soapy, you know, clean the windows yeah, yeah. and all that shit. <laughs> the thing is, they never cleaned the display cabinet windows. So you didn't know what was dirt and what was bubbles anymore. You just looked like that one kid in the back of Dick Smith going, what the fuck is going on, Dad? <laughs> it's crazy that they brought that in and then, you know, sooner... sooner um, Nintendo turned around and said, hey, here's the Wii. It's like the exact same thing, except ours. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ravenskite, you're right. And works well. You're right. Because they in. had, um, they had, what do they have? As, the SingStar, when all that started coming out. Uh, for, the, yes. for the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They complained about all the shitty peripherals Nintendo brings out, but Sony, Jesus. <laughs> As soon as there's a guitar or a drum kit involved, everyone's like, oh, I must have this. Oh, Nintendo? No, I don't want any of those. Well, I, yeah, I got a hand, like, um, Guitar Heroes, fu- it was fucking cool, though. Mm. Like, it was... What, they- what excuse me, excuse me. Is. Thank you. I still, I still is, play Rock Band. I haven't played it for a long time. I haven't played it for a long time. But, it, like, they got that right. Rock, rock Band, I'm not, you know. Yeah, look at it. Look at that guitar Menthe's holding up. They got, they got Guitar Hero right. The, the, the guitars, the, the, the guitars hardware is is aging. I literally had to end up pulling my apart the other day, uh, other month. Unsoldered a little switch and resoldered a, a new one back on, so it actually works properly. But it's hasn't worked better. <laughs> I have. Um... I'm at the same point with my drums as well. Like the cymbals yeah. have started to break down, and you just mad cats don't make them anymore because for mm. for they were the ones that were making all the uh, bits and pieces, and. Yeah, it's just either super expensive to get them secondhand, but I did find out for the cymbals at least, you can buy like cheap electronic drum cymbals and there's just a little modification you need to do to the, the cable to get it working again. So nice. cool. I've got that coming for me. Um, 
a mate of mine in Canberra, a mate of mine, when I left in 2000 and two, at the end of 2011, yeah, I left at the end of 2011, Canberra moved to Brisbane. And a mate of mine who was there was like throwing out a heap of PS3 gear. And he had a Guitar Hero World Tour, um, mm. like mega pack. Mad. Pristine condition. He said, here, man, you can have it. Like, great. What? Oh, wow. And it was a little while ago. I was mucking around with stuff here at home. I put that mega pack on top of my car. When did something oh. else, forgot about it. Had to go out, go to Bunnings. Oh. Went to this Bunnings. Did what I had to. Oh. Then drove home. And on my way home, get to my street. And I saw this box on the ground. Totally fucked up. And I looked at it and I went, that looks really familiar. Oh. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's the worst. Oh, sad. It's just so sad. I've got it. I've got it here. And it, the box looks like shit. And I just... Makes me so sad. But anyway. The way you described that was <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, it's just uh, it's, it's just 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 don't look at it. Just just don't even breathe on it. Just leave it. No, just it's leave it. it's in a better place. Yeah. Um hey, just quickly, because I'd love to I'd love to just um yeah. get on to playing some Halo Multis, but the game awards mm. Game of the Year nominations. Controversial, especially for my Amate Zulu. They are out. Mm. So, Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village. All got nods. Uh, I don't really? think Forza, I don't think Forza's even in the running. <coughs> it's Came not. Late, didn't it? Excuse me. No. Well. No. No. Forza's in a couple of other categories. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's in some things. Yeah. I, the, not for game of the year. Well, Forza's yeah. an interesting one, and I like. I agree with Zulu on this. Forza Five is incredible. Mm. It is amazing, but it's it's essentially Forza Four in Mexico. Mm. And he's. I. I got to hand it to him. He's right there. So I. I. As far as game of the year, I agree. It shouldn't be in that list. Um, but it has a story to it this time. Instead of just getting barked at by a bunch of British people, you're now getting barked at by Mexican people and you can talk back. Like there's, there's actually, like, character growth and people you care for. Yeah, but I guess, like, in terms of gameplay and, you know, like, it's just a lot, it's just a lot that's been carried over. Yeah, I mean, it, it, absolutely. But also, like, but does like, this, uh, I don't know. I, does this, I mean, is this tech a, and... They've got how many Tekkens now? And that's all fighting. I know that. Yeah, sure. But I mean, Tekken's not in Tekken's not in Game of the Year. Tekken shouldn't be in Game of the Year. It's not very good. I don't, I don't think Tekken's even in the best fighting game of the year. What, what about for the year it came out? Because there hasn't been one in like nine and, years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's For best fighting game, there's one called Demon Slayer, Guilty Gear Strive, Melty Blood, which I just quite like that name for a fighting game, just quietly. Um, Nickelodeon, All Star Brawl, and Virtual Fighter Five. Well, hey, Demon Slayer would be based off a um, off the anime. Mm. Well, and the only one of those that I've well, I've heard of the Virtual Fighter series. I didn't realize they'd released another game. But yeah, the Nickelodeon All Star Brawl is the only other one, only one I've heard of. You know, isn't the Virtual Fighter ones the one with the wiggly titties? Or oh no, that's Dead or Alive. Yeah, that's Dead or Alive. Yeah, the titty one that they used to sell. I thought Hades... Um, it's, it's literally a titty game with... Uh, it is, it is. With it is, it is, it is. It is. It they, is. Gave, they gave up on that and just went straight for a beach volleyball game after a while. <laughs> still came back for the lack of clothes that you pay $80 mm-hmm. per dress for on Steam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't look, honest. Oh, that's right. Hades won IGN's Game of the Year. That was last year. That was last year. He's a year old now. Last of Us Part Two was incredible. Oh, it's amazing! It's so good. And to be released, you know, when a whole bunch of other flavor of the month games came out, Mm. like you had Among Us, Phasmo, um, Walson, like a whole bunch of other these games, where it's like, oh yeah, cool, let's play it for a week or two. But yeah, Hades would kind of filled into that that bracket of flavor of the month, but was good enough to keep people playing. Oh, I, I'm still playing it, and I haven't. Mm. I've I've not won past um, <laughs> Hades yet. 
over one pass. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, it's still 50 bucks on Switch or something, isn't it? Like, it's still money. And, and worth right, every moment. Well, it, it only yeah. came out on Switch only a few months ago. Yeah, it's, still, it's, a, it's still a new release. Switch is so behind and it's killing me. <laughs> um, game, it's on Game Pass Ultimate now. Uh, 35 oh, yeah. or 36 on Steam. Well, you saw how many Steam games I have. I don't need another one there. It's true. <laughs> 1100 plus, but yeah. Game I, Pass, just, yeah. I just can't believe that I've been playing it for as long as I've been playing it and I'm still <laughs> getting fresh dialogue, fresh unlocks. Like yeah. it's it's nuts. Well, it's just a lot so of much. Were, in there. were like hardcore Isaac players went across and tried it out and played it for a bit, and mm. it's like it's the exact same kind of game play and game style because it's you know it is a um, a roguelike or roguelite whatever it falls under. Um, but yeah, it's it's there's just so much content to it. It's insane. Um, anything that should have been in the game awards, Noms? I mean, I'm pretty happy with that list. That's a good list. I'm surprised Deathloop's there, to be honest. All the reviews yeah. I've read on it, besides, you know, it's good, you know, it, it doesn't really have a lot of replayability. Mm. Like, it was yeah. really good for a long time, but then it's like, yeah, but once your time's done, it's like, the story's kind of cool, but, you know, there's no does, urge to come back and do more. But, it, like, does replayability factor highly in the priorities list for, or is it just playability? You know what I mean? Like, is it is well, is yeah, the bare well, minimum? Red doesn't have a huge amount of replayability. I mean, you can go back and find everything, but once you found everything, you, you know, it's it it's not like a Hades color. where you 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 keep trying to go back, yeah. or even like Psychonauts two. I would say that people played Psychonauts two for the story, <laughs> and yeah, there's the the collectibles again, but I don't think many people would go back and play that again and again and again. Yeah. Like I said, right. I, guess it, I guess it comes down to the genre as well. Like some games straight up are not made to be replayable. Yeah. I guess maybe replayability wasn't the right term. I think it was more a case of... Longevity? Like a couple of people that don't... Yeah, kind of. A couple of people mm. I know that have it have put like, you know, 20 to 30 hours into it, not completed the story. They've just put 20 to 30 hours, yeah, 20 to 30 hours into it and then gone, eh, it's, it's, you, 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 it's just rinse and repeat. You do this, you do that, you do this, you move on a bit. You do this, you do that, you do this, you move on a bit. And you keep going until you get to the end and eventually you do a little bit more and then you win the game, GG, move on, next game. It's it's quite a common review out there that, you know, people have played it and then they've gone, well, yeah, it's it's a game. The idea's cool. Don't get me wrong, I I like the idea. I like the story behind it. It's pretty, pretty cool. But, yeah, I'm surprised it's being given the nod for Game of the Year. I reckon it will come <laughs> down to It Takes Two and Psychonauts 2. Mm. I gave Psychonauts 2 another go after I told you it was crashing for me after the first, like, 20 minutes or so. And, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Psychonauts 2 deserves it, 100%. I, like, for, for it to... The, the way that they integrate, um, like, mental awareness themes... Throughout the game, and I, like it, it's it's almost like a very woke thing to say because it's just part of this current generation, right? But I have a genuine admiration for how they managed to weave all of that through the story and just make it so fun. Mm. It's so fun, uh, like uh, you know, the story is good, the dialogue is great. The level design is fantastic. There's heaps of it and heaps of reasons to keep coming back to play it. And then it's just clever. Like the scripting is just so clever. And that's, I mean, for me, that's why it sticks out above everything else. But I, the other thing that, you know, the reason why I sort of throw It Takes Two out there is because in terms of like, I don't know, thinking about these games holistically in terms of how you play them, It Takes Two is probably the most unique one. Such a buzzword, holistically. <laughs> holistically. My old boss used to say that all the time. It was like, we almost had like a meeting bingo with him. Like, what buzzword is he going to use this meeting? That was on me. <laughs> Every time me. someone says holistic, I think of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I don't, that was like a book that Douglas Adams wrote after Pitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And there's been a couple of TV shows. But his whole thing was, you investigated the... Um, the interconnectedness of all things. So you just went where 
life took you pretty much. And he had this, he called it his Zen driving technique where he just followed the car in front of him. And, you know, he didn't often end up where he, where he wanted to go, but he ended up where he needed to be was his thing he used to say. That was like an entry in the Grim Fandango series almost. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's, once again, it's Douglas Adams, so, you know. Mm. But it was good. Uh, well, what, what about, because um, there's the indie game of the year category as well. Oh, I'm glad to see. That's, Death, that's not that... even a question for that for me. Go on. Uh, it's um, Isaac Repentance, the new DLC for Bunny of Isaac. Okay. Hands down, without a question, should take indie game of the year. Um, it's not on the list. Seriously? Oh, maybe because it's a DLC. It's not a standalone mm. game. Maybe. But yeah, for the Game Awards, we've got 12 Minutes, which was that like time-looping one that James McAvoy voiced. and That was good. Daisy Ridley? Yeah. That was um, good. Death, Death Store, which I played to death. I absolutely loved that. I got like a preview copy of it to review, and I had 100% of that game before it had, it had come out just on that because I just wanted to play it so much. It was such a good game. Um, Inscriptions in there, which was like a card-based game. Which looked interesting, but not quite my my cup of tea. Um, Kenner Bridge of Spirits, which I remember hearing about, but don't remember too much more. And I Luke... any of these? <laughs> hey, I haven't heard of any of these. I, I've I've heard of them. I just haven't. Yeah, just well, I mean, too much into them. But Luke, <laughs> Luke Hero is the last one as well. Best debut indie game, Val Valheim. Probably Valheim, right? Uh, yeah, that'll get that'll get it. That'll do it. I mean, I really enjoyed the Forgotten City. It it was a really good mystery. Like I I, I loved the story, um, mm. and I haven't had a good mystery like that for quite some time. Mm. Um, I enjoyed the setting. I, you know, all of that. I I just thought it was a really well put together game, and it was set in a place that I really love. But that's just a personal, just you know, just oh. personal love. But Val, there was just so much buzz around Valheim. Yeah, absolutely. It's it was like the Fortnite of Minecraft esque style titles. So it's for a while there, it was the game everyone was going apeshit for. In fact, I'm still this like, what's the? So let's have a look at Twitch. See how many are currently viewing it. While you're looking at that, here's one for you. So best RPG. Uh, I'm looking at that now. You're looking at that now. Are you laughing? Yeah. I know why you're laughing. And, and it's, yeah. well, it's an interesting one. Like, I mean, is, you know, does Cyberpunk 2077 really, really deserve a place in there given what happened? But that, so that's, that to me kind of, I look at it and I go, okay, uh, if you took away the piss poor launch and the lying about, you know, how it, how it plays on, previous generations of games and all of that. So you took away all that shit and you just had the bare-ass Cyberpunk 2077 on the best console as it was meant to be delivered. I played it on the Series X and it was it ran beautifully. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I just got... I, I, there was just so much game... I got, I got bored. I, and I think, like, the, the everything that happened around me as well you know, to do with that game and then the way that they delivered it just impacted me too much. And I was like, oh, I'm going to play other shit. But, you know, looking at it as just the game, if it was just on Xbox Series X where I played it and it ran really, really well, does it deserve to be there? Maybe it does. I don't know. On the flip side of that, you can't just look at just the game when yeah. you, maybe you've had a good experience, but, you know, 50% of the people that played the game may have played it on previous generations. You just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair point. If you look at it in isolation of the game that it was supposed to be, mm. I think it it deserved to be on there. I really enjoyed Cyberpunk. Um I was played on the Series X as well, and I had a number of bugs. And for me, there was no one bug that was really game-breaking. It was just death by a thousand cuts. Mm. Um, and because of everything that happened around it, I don't think it belongs on that list. Fair enough. Here's one interesting uh, category that I don't understand why you would have these things in, in the same category. Best sim slash strategy game. Like... How can you have that? That's 
literally, like, you look at it, it's Age of Empires 4, which, mind you, just came out, you know, a, mm-hmm. a breath of fresh air ago. Evil Genius 2 World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and then, huh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm annoyed that it, it, Star Wars Squadrons isn't on there because I love that game, man. But this is, is, there, is, there, is there a VR category? Is there, this is, is there where it comes category? down to, um, we just quickly touch on it, but what Zulu said is it's just a bunch of people getting together and saying, hey, these are game of the year. <laughs> mm. But we don't, I mean, the thing is, is on there? we don't know who those people are, though. Like, they, they yeah. you know, there's a lot of credible people mm. that now show up at the Game Awards. It's, mm. I mean, let's be honest, like, the BAFTAs are one thing, which is something you referred to as well, and I'm, I'm down for it. Like, the BAFTAs, you can't go past that in terms of credibility and impact. Um, but, you know, the Game Awards can't be sniffed at. Like, it's, mm. it's arguably the biggest games award show of the year i mean if most Mm. if most companies are doing things like pulling out of e3 and running their own um showcases and yet they're still coming to the game awards to deliver big news then i i don't know to me it it means something i'd love to i'd love to know who's judging i'd love to know who's judging yeah well, the the community votes. I don't know who comes up with the original list, but after the original list has been selected, um, everybody can vote. Right, okay. Well, if the community votes, then I'm out. <laughs> I completely yeah. take back everything I said. <laughs> because the community should not be voting on this face, shit. Yeah. That is fucked. <laughs> Fuck that. That is an absolute joke. Where's, where's Zulu? I need to completely agree with him on everything he said in Discord today. <laughs> I had no idea it was community vote. Yeah, if you click into if you click into the the categories, it's like all the, the images of the games have signed in to vote beneath them. Hang on, yeah. where's this? Might this will probably show up on? Um, was it in Riders? Uh no, it was in yeah. No, uh, no Daily Whip. Daily Whip. Oh, that's right. It's yeah, a Daily yeah. Whip. Okay. Um, be it. Just on okay. a couple of the other hang categories. On, hang on, hang on, before you do that. Esports. Esports categories. Hey, like Zulu. Yes, I just found out that the Game <laughs> Awards are community voted. I would like to take this opportunity... To apologise. <laughs> to apologise... <laughs> about saying they are credible. That was a terrible thing for me to say. <laughs> and I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. All right. There we go. Um, but yeah, so like there's things like best esports game, best esports athlete, best esports team, coach, esports event, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like you look at best esports game, that's Call of Duty, CSGO, Dota 2, LOL and Valorant. Like that's, is that ever going to change year to year? No. Valorant's only a game that's been out for a couple of years, so that's cracked its yeah. way in. So, yeah. Well, yeah. What, I mean, when, when you talk about esports kind of, and big esports, what else is there? Rocket League. Well, yeah, yeah. Not, internationally, is it as big as any of those? I no, not not nowhere near as big as those. No. I mean, Halo will come out swinging, right? Like, yeah, ESL yeah. ESL yeah. dropped some big news about that. Yeah, there's a hundred. I think it was a hundred thousand dollar prize. Was a hundred thousand or thirty thousand? We're gonna prize. we're gonna be talking about that on to uh, on nuts and bolts That's tomorrow bolts. night. Oh, yeah? we're moving it to tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure I tagged. Um, yeah, here it is. I tagged straight Jaina and Flexi. Mm. The first Halo Infinite Championship Series has been re- announced, and the total prize pool is $3 million. Yeah, yeah that's what it was. Mike, okay. maybe Flexi can go in since he's Platinum 1 in rank. <laughs> oh. Somehow. <laughs> how the uh, fuck did I, I, I... I said Silver 1, or whatever the lowest bronze is. Wood, wood 5. It, wood 5. Not even a metal, like not even a wood, just water. Some lukewarm room temperature water. <laughs> Seven. Right. No, I got platinum one. That's funny. Okay, if there Ow. is there is an award for most anticipated game, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, I saw that. I'm out. 
Yeah. And you give an award for the game that everybody's looking forward to. Guess what the most anticipated Anybody game that says year? anything other than Breath of the Wild 2 is wrong. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, Starfield? Excuse me? Elder Scrolls wrong. 6? Wrong. Excuse wrong. me? Wrong. Wrong. I'm looking forward to Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bethesda Soft or Micro Bethesda? Microthesda. Thank you. See, it's... Couldn't figure it out. Microthesda? Microsoft. Microsoftesda. Big... Microsoft. 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 Okay, let's go with Microsoft. Is there a a category there where the Grand Theft Auto remaster can fall into? Mostly the bin? Most anticipated Uh, game? Most unanticipated game? Most failed release? Copped a bit of a rough. Oh, well, hang on. It's got a a long run up to Cyberpunk 2077. It beats Cyberpunk. You reckon? Oh, well. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's kind of of just gone it's up a, in smoke, mobile, hasn't it? It's literally a mobile game PC port. Yeah. Cyberpunk, right, said our game looks good. Just don't look over there. Yep. And these guys were like, our game looks good. It's fucked everywhere. Switch, fucked. PC, fucked. Console, fucked. So, oh, no, it's not good on anything. It's completely broken. Across the board, at least Cyberpunk ran good on three different systems. This is just cooked from the oven. Done. See you later. Don't even bother. Enjoy salmonella. Fucked. Uh, should we play some Halo? Yes. Yeah, I'm down with it. I reckon. I'm down, I'm down for that. All right. Thanks for uh, watching and listening to the podcast.